This is Cliff Ravenscraft with Generally Speaking About the Church, episode number five. Uh, today is a different format for us. Uh, we are still going to do some full-length uh, topical-type podcasts, and we will do more interviews with uh, influential people within the church, and some panel discussions will be coming up very soon. However, also within this feed, I'm introducing a new format that will hopefully be on a semi-regular basis and it's going to be called the almost daily devotional now I used to do an almost daily devotional many years ago via email and I called it the almost daily because I didn't want to be legalistic about the fact that I had to do it every day I really only wanted to sit down at the keyboard and type out some thoughts you know as God laid things on my heart and shared some wisdom or some kind of insight with me that I felt would be beneficial to other people. And today, this morning, I come to you with such an insight. And I'm not going to give it any kind of biblical reference or anything like that as far as a scripture to support these things. You can go ahead and open the door, babe. Life is happening in the background here, so just realize that here in our Generally Speaking podcast studios. Uh, So... A.K.A. the bedroom. Uh, Anyway, we're getting ready for church, and this morning we had breakfast together as a family. And after breakfast, one of the older children of our three had left the bathroom door open. And as I was doing the dishes, I heard overheard a conversation happening, uh, which is something that I hear quite frequently. And that is Megan or McKenna, our youngest uh, daughter. She is 15 months old, nearly 16. Oh, she is 16 months old now. Today? No, on Friday. On Friday, she was six. Ah, she's my goodness. Time flies when you're having fun. Our 16-month-old daughter had gotten into the bathroom, and she had a tube of toothpaste in one hand, and she had a toothbrush in the other hand, and she comes out and she says, "Look, everybody." And mom is sitting down and she says, McKenna, give that to me. And this has happened many times in the past. Sometimes it's with, um, I don't know, a cup of open drink. Or this could happen with um, ketchup bottles and syrup out of the refrigerator. Anything she can get her little hands on, she will try to uh, have some fun with it. Uh, Namely, trying to draw pretty pictures with their fingers on the carpet. So anyway, obviously that's something we try to discourage here in our home. For some reason, we're just uh, mean, awful parents, I guess. But anyway, Stephanie says, McKenna, bring that to me. And as soon as McKenna is confronted with the fact that she has something that she knows by this time that she's not supposed to have, she has this look on her face. And, and it's kind of like this moment is frozen in time. Uh, if you remember the old westerns, God bless you. If you remember the old westerns, you see the, the, the showdown, you know, and you're just staring at each other, just waiting for the first person to make a move. And McKenna has this look on her face like she's a deer in the middle of a highway and somebody's bright lights are shining right in her eyes. It's like, <gasps> and she's just waiting for her to make her move. Next, either myself or Stephanie will say, uh, McKenna, you need to bring that to me. 
And if we even so much as flinch uh, a centimeter a centimeter toward her, she will immediately turn the other way and she will run as fast as those little tiny beautiful legs can carry her and she will run to her bedroom. Now the problem with this is and, and, and what we're not quite understanding, I, I can understand 16th, 16 month old wanting to get into some syrup or ketchup and um, lip gloss, uh, toothpaste and, and wanting to be creative. I, I really, that doesn't bother me. Uh, now, obviously, we don't want her creativity to be wasted on the carpet uh, because that it just wouldn't be pretty, obviously. So, well, okay, so it might be pretty, but it wouldn't help the resale value of our home one day uh, without the... You, nanny, I'll just move right along. So, yeah, she runs, and what we don't understand, although we understand the desire and, and the 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 pleasure that she would get from from making such artwork we don't understand the fact that she knows that this is something she's not allowed to do now obviously it's it's been several months that this has been going on and we don't and we don't understand the fact that she keeps running i mean every single time she runs she runs straight for the bedroom and there's only three places she could run and it's one of three bedrooms and each bedroom is pretty much a dead end uh, and she, I mean, she, I'm sure maybe she should, she could climb under a bed, but eventually we are going to get, and we have always gotten the, the material in question out of her hands. And so this morning I asked myself, why does she run? And as I thought that question, as I was doing the dishes and hearing this going on in the background, I thought, what a great devotional thought for today. And that's asking ourselves the question, why do we run? And specifically, why do we run from our responsibilities? And, and, and more spiritually, why do we run from God? I mean, if, if we look at this scenario in, in the perspective of God being our parent or our father, and we start doing some things, we sneak into some places, we, we start sneaking into doing some things that we know are not beneficial. Sure, they're not going to like cause death, you know, they're not going to cause eternal destruction or they're not going to cause permanent damage. We do know that, it, you know, some of the things that we do, they'll have little bits of negative consequences here and there. Uh, and sometimes we know it'll be painful when we get caught and if we get caught which in this circumstance with a toothpaste eventually she would get caught and and there would be some discipline there but but the question is is we still do a lot of things as Christians and non-Christians or whatever that we're not supposed to do and we know it and we know we shouldn't do it and we know why we shouldn't do it but yet we still do it and then when we're confronted by God through the Holy Spirit and and we feel that kind of nudging that you know hey we need to stop this we don't immediately stop and say ah, you're right this is a wrong decision we would much rather go ahead and carry out the deed I mean it's it's almost as if we're thinking to ourselves, and it's almost as if McKenna's thinking to herself well I've already got it in my hand I might as well go and see if I can have the fun with this that I want to have and, and have this instant gratification and then you know if I get caught I'll pay the penalty but what 
is missing from her reasoning, and we understand that she is only 16 months old, is she does not understand the the pain and the suffering that that causes her parents. You know, she doesn't understand that how that makes our home look. She doesn't understand the, you know, the the cost involved of having to replace carpet one day or the cost of cleaning carpet and every week. or the cost of replacing toothpaste every week uh, thank you very much Steph so so what what we don't realize sometimes is when we run and we do some of the small things we forget how often we grieve the Holy Spirit uh, that that it pains God our father when we're disobedient and we don't respect him and his house um, which our body is his house so anyway the question I just posed today is why do we run I mean why do we run now in in this circumstance today one of the re very real truths is that although McKenna is only 16 months old I do know that in her mind as much as she can love someone she loves her mom and dad so it's not so much that she's being disobedient because she doesn't like us or that she's angry about the rules that we put into place. It's just a lack of understanding about the relationship between us and her and, and the respect of knowing how to care for the things that we are given to take care of. And sometimes I think that that's our issue as well. Well, anyway, that is, that's my devotional thought today, and I would like to close this out uh, with a song by Eric Vardaman called Seek Your Face. You can find it on music.podshow.com. And as you're doing this, I just ask that throughout today, you will ask yourself this question, where am I running from God and why? God bless you and have a great day. you have more than all the things you give beyond all the things you do all I want is you I don't need to know the plan I don't need to understand Why you do the things you do All I need is you And I will seek your face In this home
things you have More than all the things you give Beyond all the things you do All I want is you I don't need to know the plan I don't need to understand Why you do the things you do All I need is you I will seek your face In this holy place I will fall to my knees And worship you In the midst of my strife you are the light of my life And my heart will not fear As I wait for All I need is you 